Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Polonia. And I totally just, like, did not pronounce TV very well, but uh, <laughs> this job. week we were watching, thank you, The Handmaid's Tale, episode five, which was called Faithful. And I guess let's just get into it. Um, it's a lot of, at the beginning, um, Mr. Waterford being the commander, being the creepiest. Oh, well, he's continuing his proud tradition that he's already, like, pretty well-versed in of just being a fucking creep. It's creepy voice. Yeah, weird, his creepy looks. Weird scrabble stuff. Yeah, and, he, and she, he, like, gave her... He's like, I have a present for you, and, like, gives her a gift, and then, like, creepily, like seems amused by the fact that she's like, oh my god, this is like, like, this is so important to me because my life is lacking in so many ways. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm so nice. I gave her a gift. And I'm like, ah, and it's he's like the worst. a lady magazine. And he's just, it kind of seems like based on how he acts later on, he's just like super condescending about it. But it's like she hasn't yeah. been able to read basically anything. So this yeah. is like amazing to her. And he's like, oh, this is he's stupid. <laughs> like, dude. Girls like their girl things. <laughs> yeah, he's super creepy. Um, I don't. OK, I kind of watched this episode a little while ago and I have watched a few since. So I'm a you little monster. Yeah, so I'm a little not totally sure what this note I had meant, but I wrote Nick is pretty. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Uh I mean, there's a few different parts that could be. We do see a lot of Nick, like a lot of Nick in this episode. Oh yeah, because so. Serena Joy is like well, <laughs> yeah, she's she comes to the conclusion that the doctor did last episode and she's like, yeah, yeah, he's not, the commander is not going to give you babies. So what we're going to do is you're going to sleep with Nick and I'm going to be there the entire time. And it's going to be, yeah, weird. That I was, was like, so why, weird. why were you, why did you have to be in the room lady? Yeah. Like, <laughs> My notes were, uh, like, please leave. <laughs> She was just there, and, like, she kind of, like, looked over at one point. I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, Yeah, she didn't seem very happy that she was there, and I'm sure no one was happy that she was there, and it was just <laughs> very strange. Um, But let's see. There was, um, basically, the whole episode is about faithfulness, and so it's, you have the paralleling stories of Offred kind of, choosing to well she gets offered and then she chooses to not be faithful to the commander and serena joy by going off with nick mm -hmm. supervised and unsupervised and um <laughs> then it's paralleled Ooh. with her story uh from before where she meets her husband uh right. when he was someone else's husband and they have like the weirdest affair in that they, he kind of mentions he has a wife like once and then time passes, I guess, because, like, they have sex. And the literal next time you see them, she's like, you should leave your wife. And he's like, all right, I'm in love with you. And I was just like, I don't know how much time has passed. <laughs> this seems very quick. <laughs> yeah, I felt like they were trying really hard to be like, 
hey, we know these two characters are doing something kind of bad, but we still want you to like both of them. <laughs> so, so they're going to be real charming about it. Like, they're going to be really charming, and they're going to like sort of resist it, but then like not resist it. And yeah, like, they're kind of oh, just like hypothetically, how would we, how would we go about this? And then they're just yeah, like, okay, we're, we're not doing going it to. Yeah, <laughs> then they just go. Uh, yeah, and another important thing that happens is um, Upglen is back, or so I noted. With many question marks. What did you write? Uh, of Glenn, but she's oh. now of Steven, correct? Yeah, she uh, she kind of goes ballistic and uh, runs a dude over. It's oh, pretty awesome. gory. Yeah, it was like I was <laughs> like when I was looking at it, I, like part of me was just like, oh god, and then the the other part of me was just like, did they just fill like a balloon with? like fake blood and just have her run that over because that was the effect <laughs> it looked like they ran over like a watermelon like it kind of just went or no they killed an actual man for the film <laughs> which is that why that seems the most logical <laughs> answer i <laughs> it's like they didn't put at the end that it was in memory of the guy they the <laughs> stuntman they killed because they were it, trying to hide their crimes yeah, yeah they're covering it up they're like yeah it was totally a balloon what, uh, what happened to that stuntman? We don't know. <laughs> he left. Yeah, she kind of, like, the whole episode, um, whenever she's out, Alfred kind of keeps seeing Offglen, who's back, and she just keeps trying to talk to her, and Offglen's kind of, like, weird, where she's just like, I don't remember anything. I don't know. Like, I know nothing. And then she just kind of, at the market, she sees an opportunity to get in a car. She gets in a car, and then she just does, like, a loop, and then... Yeah. Just crushes a dude's head. Like, it's it's cool. She's like, I got this car, and I didn't think it through, and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> so, guess I'm doing this now. Yeah, she's sort of like, um, I, I mean, it's probably, I don't want to, like, compare her to this because she's a cool character, but she's sort of <laughs> like a chicken with its head cut off. Oh, like, yeah. Like, there's, there's something, like, still beating, like, like Offred says at the end, where it's like, there's... Um, they didn't completely break her. Yeah. She just, like, committed this sudden rebellious act, even though it seemed like she didn't fully, like, know what she was going to do about it or, like, yeah. maybe even be totally aware that she was making this decision as she made it. She just kind of reacted, but it was, yeah. like, the reaction of someone who still is the same person from before, despite everything that's happened to her since. I mean, the main thing I got from that was that uh, the guards did not try to shoot Suck. her at all. Like, they they had mm -hmm. their guns up, but, like, they didn't shoot her even after she had crushed that dude's head. And, like... Yeah, she's too valuable. Yeah, I, that that was interesting, I guess, because I was like, okay, what the fuck do you have to do to get shot here? Like... Yeah, it seems like... I mean, the they might take her off and, like, do something. But, yeah, it's... um, uh, Not to get into spoiler territory, but this is totally going to be a spoiler comment, so, like... Black ears for 10 seconds. I've seen in an interview with Alexis Bedell, she says she's coming in the second season. So, like, I have no I, idea what yeah. they're going to do with her after this. Because it feels like she should <laughs> be dead. Like, you know? Like, I don't um, know. After she does this, like, crazy thing and they've already, like, done the clitoridectomy. Like, I don't know where the next step is, you know, in the chain of, like... She's just going to keep getting hands and feet removed. <laughs> And I removed it's gonna be her cameo, and then the second season is just gonna be her like torso. Uh, oh, that was, that was a lot out. grosser than I intended. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. Um, yeah, I wonder as well. Uh, I mean, because I've seen a few episodes ahead, I have some ideas of what could happen. Oh yeah, but, you know. 
I know that I've seen the future because my Hulu free trial is running out. So I'm rushing into the future. Um, but yeah, what was I going to say? Afghan's back. It's very cool. Oh, and then the new Afghan uh, says some interesting things. Oh, yeah. Uh, she um, she has this whole diatribe off because she keeps trying to get Alfred away from Afghan number one, who's now of Steven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has a whole thing of like, my life was really shitty before. Yours yeah. seems like it was probably great, but mine was bad. At least here I have like a bed to sleep in and people feed me care about me so like and she's you need you're not gonna fuck this up for me yeah yeah which was interesting because it's like the first time you've seen someone who's actually happy about this this shitty system who's like yeah while also not being pious like it's not like for religious reasons she's just like actually this benefits me in other ways yeah i thought that was um interesting i feel like they're trying to explain while they're showing of glenn number one wreck shit and not get in trouble they're trying to explain why people aren't doing that yeah. maybe they're like okay she got away with it but guess what some people don't mind the situation and here's an example of that um oh yeah i mean i took it more of like a wow things are really shitty where this crap hole would seem better in comparison like yeah yeah that's all true. right let's see i have notes about oh my god why is uh, why is Mrs. Waterford in the room? Also, we uh, see that Nick has a gun. Oh, yeah. He's an eye, it turns out, which <laughs> d- mid-sex is a great time to find out that the person you're having sex with is a spy. And, like, I was thinking more like uh, she's going to, like, take that gun at some point. Oh. And, yeah, there were like, a lot of shots in this episode where she's, like, looking at weapons. Like, there's the whole... When she yeah. goes talk to Serena Joy and, like, she just looks over and there's, like, garden clippers and she just yeah. stares at it for a really long time. Oh, she time. loves staring at those garden clippers. She, it's like she stares at the garden clippers. She stares at Mrs. Waterford's <laughs> neck and then she just, like, smiles sweetly and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Is it going to happen? No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, like, holding out hope that it might happen at, like, the end of the series. Someone's got to get Yeah, they've flipper. lingered on it too much where it's like, well, now it has to <laughs> it's, set it's it up. Chekhov's clippers. <laughs> um, maybe. I feel like she will, She must commit some sort of violent act at the end. Uh, yeah. It does feel like she's got a lot of um, pent-up feelings that have turned to like being like the violence would be okay and like when she sees Aquin run over the guy she's kind of like freaked out but like <laughs> it's still okay <laughs> like she's at the point where violence feels like it's an answer um and i think that's not unreasonable given her situation yeah she's oh, starting and- to like crack a bit like there was the whole thing where yeah. nick is like you need to go back to your room and she's like don't tell me what to do and he's like you need to go back to your room and she just starts laughing like a lot i was just like oh not good not good <laughs> she's losing it um I also wrote, uh, this is not an important note, but there was a dog that was in this episode. There was. It was not in it enough. Yeah, but I was very excited when I saw it, and I hope it comes back. I mean, my my problem is if... uh, You don't want it to die. Yeah, she's like, she goes away, because it's in Offglen's house, so I'm like, if Offglen gets taken away from that house... We're not going to see that dog anymore. And I want to see that dog. That was Oh, she's now dog. of Steven. Is that what you Yeah. Mean? God damn it. 
<laughs> yeah, it's extremely confusing. Um, what else? I wrote something. Oh, I wrote, does he know? Uh, I think I was referring to when they were playing maybe Scrabble again. And they have the conversation about love. I don't know what I was writing about where I said, does he know? Maybe it was about her thing with Nick. Oh, but that um, was that was before the thing with Nick. Well, it was after the first one, but before the deliberate, like her yeah. deliberate ones. True. Um, but that, but yeah. the, the definition of love, that just seemed like taunting to me. Like he's just like, ah, love's not real, dumbass. And like, because he, he go, like immediately is like, you wouldn't want like what happened to Offglen to happen to you. And it's like, Jesus, dude, like. You've ruined the party now. Like, there's yeah, no sucks. coming back from that. Yeah. Um, was was this conversation... I can't totally remember how this conversation... Was it... Did it feel intense? Do you remember? Because, like, I remember in the book, it felt very... Uh, like, it felt like he barely thought about it at all. Um, and she was like... Uh, talking about how important love is, and he was kind of like, okay, that's silly, and then just like, kind of dismissed it. But I feel like in the show it was more intense, but I'm not yeah, sure if I'm Yeah, he's definitely more, like, planning about things. Like, he definitely <laughs> thought about the magazine and, like, thought about all these Scrabble games, which apparently at the beginning of the episode, she's like, we've played 34 times, so, like, yeah. how much time has passed? Jesus. But, um... 34 days at least. Yeah. Uh, but Probably more. Yeah, he's definitely, like, up to something. And I don't really know... <laughs> why? Like... I think he's just, like, a lonely creep. <laughs> like, I think that's what it comes down to. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like he's clever enough to do anything um, like for true. him to be like like he I feel like he is settled into his power over her and he's just like a cat playing with the mouse it's um I'm not sure if he's like plotting extra complex things because I don't know if he believes she's capable of doing something that he would have to plot against like I think he thinks he's just like so safe and um oh my god those garden clippers, though, you better watch out. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. They I don't know. It, like... it does give the impression, mm -hmm. based on, I don't know. She does say he, that he's letting her win Scrabble, but, like... He wants something, but I think we just don't know, like, oh, to what extent, Well, maybe? another creepy thing he does in this episode is they have the ceremony again, and he, like, just oh, straight yeah. on stares into her eyes, and it is the most uncomfortable thing. And he, is like, is this the one where he, like, touches her leg or something? Well, yeah, sort of, but, like, he kind of, he kind of already was, but, yeah, he, like, grabs her kind of more by the hips. Mm -hmm. mid-coitus and is like staring into her <laughs> eyes and you get like a really bad shot from well it's not bad it's aw it's like awful in context but it's, it's not shot. bad it's awful <laughs> it's awful in context in but like it's a good shot technically you know what i mean mm -hmm. anyways yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, from offred's perspective while she's on the bed like serena joy's head oh, but like so upside creepy. down it's just like oh yeah. okay like right okay 
This is bad. Because she's... I don't really know why. Because he, like, he looks into her eyes and she's like, if she saw that, she could send me to the colonies. It's, like, your wife. It's the leg touch thing. Because um, mm. he's, like, not supposed to touch her. Mm. So it's like, well, I mean, this may be spoilers for me seeing the next episode. I guess that's when she uh, talks about it. But... Yeah, that's what she was freaking out about. I didn't fully understand either when I first well, watched she, it. It's because like, like, she's, she's saying, yeah, look away, look away. Like she never comments on the like thing. So I don't think I focused as much on that. Mm. Yeah, I th- yeah, it must be like just a combination of just like him being too into her when it's supposed to be his wife who's right there. Yeah, but is it like, <laughs> a, like a rule thing or is it like your wife is not going to like this? You need no, to stop. No, I things. think it's a rule thing because yeah. it's like the handmaid is just the like the body of the wife, but it's yeah. like it's it's not supposed to be like she's a separate person. Um I think that's what the 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 fear, where the fear was stemming from, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, oh, I also had a note somewhat unrelated to other things, which was that there should be, like, you know those uh, shows, like, um, oh, my God, what are they called? Million Dollar Listing. I feel like they should have one of the house because the decor in the house is very, very nice. And there was that <laughs> shot where Nick came in from, like, sort of, like, this outdoor patio-type thing, and there was, like, a bunch of plants, and it looks like he just walked out of a greenhouse, and he's, like, standing in the doorway of the kitchen. And I was like, this is a beautiful music video waiting to happen. (laughs) Um, And I felt like I could just imagine um, two real estate agents coming in and being like, yeah, this house sells for about $13 million. (laughs) Um, And we've completely revamped the kitchen and everything, and it's all so nice. And then, story-wise, Nick gave an apology to Alfred, which I thought was uh, nice. Um, where he was like, yeah, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> and she was like, cool. I didn't want to either. And Yay. I feel like more apologies and The Handmaid's Tale will just make for... A better time for everyone. And if everyone just apologized to each other, and then we all stop doing the things that they're doing. In that, that vein, you do mm-hmm. see um, a bit of, of Stephen. Mm-hmm. Fine. Uh, like, you see her with the dog in her new home, and her, uh, the wife, commander's yeah. wife that she's under. Does, like comes over and is like, like very clearly I, like sick. uncomfortable. She's like, "Yeah, I'm sick, so we're gonna have to call off the ceremony." And she's like, "You can't call off everyone." And she's like, "I know. Sorry, that wasn't good <laughs> enough for you." I mean, she doesn't say it like that. She's very nice about it, but like, uh, it was nice uh, to see one of the wives being nice to handmaiden. You know? Yeah. It seems like of Stephen's house is. Uh, and a lot kinder than maybe most. It has a dog, so you know it it's has good. a dog, so you know the people can't be that bad. <laughs> because the dog seemed very nice. But yeah, the dog that, did seem very nice. That was sort of a nice... Well, not like nice, but I don't know, after seeing... Yeah, uh, nice for this character, world. Yeah. yeah, and seeing her character suffer so much, it's like, oh my god, yes, just let her pet that dog. Like, <laughs> she needs it. It's been really hard. Um, 
Cool. And then this, I mean, this is sort of already getting into conclusion area, but this episode ends with the Nick uh, sex scene, which I was there like... There were so many in this episode. There were so many. I was like, ah. Except this oh, one, yeah. they really got naked. Like, yeah, this one full was naked. serious. Um, yeah. My note was yeah. just like, and she gets to be on top this time. Feminism. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was kind of weird. Uh, what did you, I guess, what do you think overall about the Nick offered relationship? Okay. My notes for Nick are just like, I cannot get a read on him. He like, yeah. it was really awkward that last sex scene for like a really long time. Cause she was like getting undressed and he's not doing anything like she has she takes off his shirt he kind of like moves his arms but he's just like not he's just responding a person yeah he just doesn't do anything until she is pretty much naked like he just stands there and does absolutely nothing and i was like dude do something and it got like less <laughs> awkward when he's finally started like participating but it was just like really like just god damn it someone do you're something you're like i'm already uncomfortable so let's chop chop everyone let's get this going yeah like every single sex scene is slow and uncomfortable can we just speed this this goddamn one is thing actually up? like not rape so like let's <laughs> just come on yep oh man except i guess there's the one with luke yeah which i did feel weird about though because they are definitely cheating on his wife so i was just like all right well this is great <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's true. I keep forgetting that Luke was married. Uh, like, when they revealed it in the show, I was like, oh, and then I was like, I already knew that because I read the book. <laughs> but for some reason, I forgot, and it was re-shocking to me. Um, but, yeah, there's sort of a... Oh, it they was, had a little, like, thing Tinder thing at the beginning, right? That was actually really cute. My note for that was, like, this is a cute me cute. And yeah, but and it felt like something that could actually happen. Which was uh, added to the cuteness. Yeah, no, it was definitely cute. And the, the fact that that whole scene ended with it, with um, her being like, wow, he's cool for a married guy or like whatever her comment was. I was just like, mm -hmm. oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And then You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> on their on their date, the first one you see, it was weird because the entire time I was really hyper focused on there were a bunch of little girls playing like, with like bikes outside them, or something with like red coats and i was just yeah. like really hyper focused and i was just like oh my god you're like a ball you're like red <laughs> it's like oh god like this this fucking show has trained me to see red everywhere to just really be like handmade yeah. i was really oh i didn't even think of that i was interested in the architecture of the building and i was like is this it like was a real museum nice. cafe i was like what <laughs> is this it's so epic for just like Whatever they're drinking coffee or something. And also apparently they're the doing it on their Starbucks. like lunch break, so it's gotta be close to like office buildings and stuff. So where the hell were they? Just the, the most the coolest coffee shop ever. <laughs> um well okay, well that went pretty fast. I don't really have more notes. Do you have well I mean uh, mostly to humor me. <laughs> Do you have any predictions for future episodes on where you think certain characters may go? I'm only in a part of seven right now. Uh, well, this is, and I sort of have gotten spoiled a tiny bit, but I definitely see 
Janine getting uh, in trouble for, you know, baby stuff. Because they're like every since she's had her baby, pretty much every episode has had like a reminder that she's not doing great. Yeah. Like in this one, she just like starts talking and, about her baby a lot, and they were like, "You should not talk about that." And she was like, never truly stable. And so, yeah, like, but like now, now that she has like a baby, yeah, like now that she has a baby, like that baby, if she grabs it and like tries to run for it, she's gonna be in big trouble because that's like the whole thing that the society yeah. is built around. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a thing. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Nick because I cannot read his tiny little eyes. But like... <laughs> he I, just like <laughs> he just has like this blank look. I mean, like you can tell he's thinking something, but God knows what. Yeah, like every time he speaks, I'm just like, I didn't see that coming. Like I just have no idea <laughs> Yeah, he's, what like he's much doing nicer than I thought he would be. Every time he says something, I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. Like, yeah, because oh. he looks like he's about to go, like, you should not talk to me. Get out. Yeah, like, he- yeah. He has that expression all the time. Um, I think it works for him, but it is very, like, uh, confusing as to what his motivations are. But in a good, like, not in, like, the writing and the acting are bad, but yeah. rather, like, we're waiting to find out as a part of the story. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, which is pretty cool. I liked, last, one last note on the, the episode, uh-huh. I liked Serena Joy's painting. It was, it was good. Oh yeah, it was, I was like real really impressed. good. Yeah, I know. And there was like a really nice shot of like the room, and then like Alfred in one corner and her in the other corner with her painting. And she asks, I forget what she asks Alfred. Oh, she's like, oh, I heard there was some bother uh, down at the market. Are you okay? And like Alfred, like really slowly walks from like <laughs> left to right towards her, and just like kind of stops like within arm distance and just goes yeah it was fine i'm fine and yeah was like oh my god that was the Alfred most threatening like, walk she's like the creepy doll that they've bought for their house <laughs> she's haunted like, get out yeah, the haunted doll yeah yeah and they're they're not they're just endangering themselves with their clippers and their guns and knives <laughs> like the haunted doll is gonna come for you and she has good reason to yeah, and she's definitely been doing a lot more of like the like kind of creepy high pitched voice and like really wide smiling. Where I'm just oh like, my God, oh yeah. God, how is no one creeped out by this? Because <laughs> like, yeah, and she's got this like long gaze where it's just yeah. like so many shots of just her like staring, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess it's just like I'm I'm don't really know what the commander's thinking. I'm very sure Serena Joy just thinks uh, Alfred's an idiot. So like, uh. She's she's just like you don't you don't have the thought. Don't worry your little head, you know. Yeah. So, I guess that's why she's letting her guard down and like leaving weapons around and stuff. But like, <laughs> maybe she's challenging her. She's like, yeah, you want this clink? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they either. I think she just like is being careless. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of want. I mean, the thing is, if I want violence to be brought on anyone in this house, I want it to be the commander. Yeah, because like Serena Joy is like she's kind of just there, like she's a part of the system, but she's not the head of the system. The she's not doing clearly, great either. Yeah, the commander very clearly has like a lot of power and does not give a shit about the handmaidens. Like he in this episode, he says, um, "When things uh, this is a bad quote because I don't remember exactly <laughs> what he said, but it's like when things get better for everybody, it's always worse for someone." 
Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it felt very much like um I mean that's a book a uh, quote from the book I think, but Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of um Animal Farm like everyone's oh, yeah. equal, but some people are more equal than others or Yeah, some and it's basically maybe. like a for the greater good, you have to suffer. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's how things are. And we're just like, "Oh, yeah. dude, you don't say it like that smugly to the person who's actually suffering unless you're like a massive dick. So, you know, my opinion of him has dropped. I mean, like it was never good, but I'm like, he has no good intentions. Yeah. None at all. I also wonder um, in general, because the society is really bent on like, we need children, we need more people, the population's going down. But, like, in our current state, we're, like, pretty overpopulated, I I feel like people would say. And so it's like, would it be that bad? And I wonder if, like, the world has shrunk considerably or if it's just really people would just panic that much about mm. underpopulation. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like the ideology of most people today is they wouldn't be that crazy about it. But maybe that's why... In this story, it's like the religious people who take over because they would have they have more stake in birth at the very yeah. least. But um, it's also it does seem counterproductive. Like the whole society is very structured. Like it's not li- logical because if they really wanted, like the end goal was really to make the most babies, they would you just have teach a, abstinence only <laughs> education. It would just be schools. like everyone has sex with everybody, and that's the way the society works. But the way it is, yeah, it's like every powerful dude gets a woman. Yeah, it's like every powerful dude gets a woman, and these dudes are probably not going to be able to have babies, so it's fucking useless. But they <laughs> yeah, do get an, to have women. It's an inefficient system. It's sort <laughs> of yeah. It's sort of like the whole thing where it's like even if your idea. Like, you have a not bad cause, which is that you want there to be more children. Your methods are inefficient and, like, self-serving for ideologies that have nothing to do with, like, goal you're trying to achieve. Yep. And it's like, come on. Let's be efficient. But anyway, on that note, I think we should wrap up. Next week, we're watching episode six. And I think our sign-off should be, uh, and remember, don't let the bastards grind you down. Hey. And on that note. And also, yes. run people over with your car if you can. <laughs> Only bad people. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. No improvement. <laughs>